Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another uh, uh, round of In the House. We have Donald Lambert, the third resident artist for Royal House Comics. Welcome, welcome. Great to have you. Thank you. Great to be here, bro. I appreciate it. All right, so this is kind of new and exciting. So those of you guys that, that listen in and, and, are, and are following, please uh, subscribe. We're always going to have new stuff coming up. So today I, uh, we're talking with an artist. I've talked to you a lot about developing the business in comics. I've talked to you about uh, artist-writer relationships and writing good stories. Now we're going to take and get some perspective from the artist side and, and developing that side of, of the craft and whether you're in novels and you you know you need an artist for storyboard, uh, whether you're in comics and you're and you're you know you're a writer looking for an artist and you want to kind of know the process, or you're an artist yourself and you're looking to grow in the game and get into the, the game of comics, I think I think uh, uh, everybody's going to mm -hmm. enjoy uh, uh, this episode right here. Right? So, Donald, let's start off. Just just tell the people a little bit about yourself and how you got started in art. Um, okay, so I'm Donald, and um, I got started uh, as a kid, man. Like, honestly, my, I'm, I'm basically third generation of people that love being creative. You know, my dad taught me how to draw. My grandmother taught him. You, you know, he was, he's been artistic since he was a little kid, and he, he went to school for it. And then, uh, you know, now, you know, fast forward to me being a little kid and him teaching me how to draw and then me grabbing like all his old art books from school. Um, I used to go through those books as a kid and try and replicate what I saw early on. I mean, like my earliest memory of holding a pencil was trying to, you know, replicate something. I what it was like for me as a kid. So yeah, yeah. a long friend. You know, I, I tell it. I tell everybody, art has been my longest relationship. And, and it's really like that. Long. You know, I was a, a, you know, an artist as as a kid. I, 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 you know, did a lot of portraits, and you know, I was always had my family members. Hey, can you pose? I'm, I'm gonna draw your portrait. You know, and, and kind of started <laughs> off like that, and drawing comic books. Uh, uh, so, so I think a lot of young people start off very, you know, just like you. You know, just you know, just just seeing visuals, loving the visual, and like you said, it's become you know, friend, you know, friends with it. And and I can I remember spending all day, you know, working on a piece, a couple of days, and I couldn't really focus on anything else, you know, until yeah. it was done. Is that kind of how how it was for you as well? Well, yeah, it was for me. And then trying to get it all, um, like you know, in and done, you know, because uh, as a kid, like it progressed. I started doing like competitions and you know, doing stuff really, really early. And uh, and then, you know, some of that doesn't doesn't make it fun. You know, like I like I just do it for the love of it majorly. And now, I, you know, not I should have listened to my mom. Do what you love. She said that a long time ago. And then the money will come, um, you know, but it's been my I've always drawn like like good or bad, up or down. It's always been me drawing and drawing creatively on my mind. Sometimes, you know, I have my friends and family sit around me so I can draw to work faster on, you know, being able to, to, to sketch or, you know, translate what I see in front of me or just reference. Like, you know, comic books have always been the reference. My first, I think the, the first thing I, I remember winning a contest with was uh, Soundwave off the Transformers. I do that. Ooh, okay. So it was, it was, I did add Rumble and Ravage um, as the little things popping out. And, and I won a contest 
man, I, I don't know, man. I must have been nine, ten, maybe. I, I don't, I'm not sure, but I, I just remember it being fun for me to sit and figure it out. And if that took me hours or days, I was willing to do that. That was well, the most tell, important part. tell me about that because you, you started getting a competition and went from just you know loving it and 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 doing it for yourself to competing so tell me a little bit about that progression and you know were you formally trained did you just practice yeah, enough to refine your skills practice. tell me a little bit about that so uh, in my house we had um art books and and so i could always reference back to my dad's like you know drawing college references i'm telling you these college these reference books <laughs> so i was little my dad used to go through and and, and basically censor out all the naked <laughs> with a black sharpie you know mm. all the all the parts through the body you know the body uh, we grew up very conservative christian so he <laughs> went through before i couldn't so i couldn't see nakedness and you know i got to see like you know stop motion stuff you know early and i would try and replicate that i was i would i was i was a kid who had like flip cartoons in all my books and get in trouble for flip cartoons you know flipping the page and trying to make this thing move across with you know stick figures move yeah. across my page that that was i love that like i even now you know i i can find myself doing that but sitting down with my dad learning how to hold a pencil I, I also was a PBS kid. I was a major PBS kid. So to sit and watch Bob Ross paint, I could do that as a little boy for hours. That didn't matter to me because I could sit down and watch a guy take wiggly lines and turn it into something brilliant. And I thought, man, I, I love that. I really do love that. Well, that's that's really interesting. So, so you guys are listening. Uh, Donald is on IG. If you want to see, you know, his work, uh, D Inc. Three Art Concepts on I on IG, and you can you can go and and kind of check out his work. He's working on something now that he's gonna uh, that we're gonna post up on the Royal House page as as we're talking. But a, a lot of us start, you know, with, you know, with that influence, right? Your you know your dad got you in this. You know, a lot of people those early experiences with, with an adult kind of guiding them into a, into a passion or supporting their passion. So kind of tell me a little bit more about your info, maybe outside of your family. When did you start to find a, a style? So, yeah. So how, how I've kind of like, you find other artists that you admire, right? Like, like, and they, they weren't, they weren't like major figures. They were just, I was fortunate to have a, I went to church. So I had a plethora um of, of younger artists and older artists who went to church with me. So to, to and, and even having a resource inside my house. So you, the major influence was just my dad saying, hash out what you think. You know, he never wanted to do, wanted me to do it the way he wanted me to do it. He just said, how do you think it should go? Do it. You know, like just that having to create a freedom to come up. So I, 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 I'm a massage therapist, right? So, and I used to teach being a massage therapist, right? I was a, educator um on uh and massage therapy so i'm gonna give it to you the way i break it down to to my students everybody knows the alphabet everybody writes right like they know how to write the alphabet and but when i teach you cursive then you get your own signature right mm -hmm. everybody's yeah. signature is their unique thing so finding out how your signature is means that you develop yourself over time. So you look at references, I always look at other references, and then I go, oh, I like a piece of that. It might be seven different things that I pull into one piece of art or seven different references that I use um, that to, to, to make me recognize something. And, and 
one of the major references, honestly, who's a major influence in comic book stuff now is, is Todd McFarlane. I just like the way his stuff moves across the page, no matter what he did. And I was a big Spider-Man kid. Um, so I like, you know, what he be, what Spider-Man became under him. Spider-Man was cool before that. But if you go back and look when he took over Spider-Man, the movement just in a few lines here and there. And I'm always about movement. My pen is always flowy. I treat it like it's water. So I move things across. There's no hard, in real life, there's no hard lines. There's no, in nature, there's no sharp edges. That There's something that men carve out. So I, I kind of keep my work that same way. You know what I mean? I, and I like, I, I play with light. I love light a lot, like light and shadows. I always put that in my work. And that, you know, you don't need much color if you can play with the shadows. That's just how I've always drawn. Well, I, I've all, I've told you, uh, you know, uh, those of you guys listening, Donald is, is you know, partner in Ronald, uh, in, in Royal House Comics and, and you know, our, our resident, uh, 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 you know, artist that just, just dominates the grayscale. I love your grayscale, the black yeah. and white. You do great color, but there's just a quality in your grayscale that uh, is, is really rich and, and, and attractive and pulls the, I, I, like I told you, it almost feels like they're going to get off the page and start mm -hmm. talking to me, even in the gray scale. But I wanted to ask you this transition from, from having your style being really good to, to becoming a professional. And, and, you know, you, I think you're giving people a lot of confidence that are in art that maybe aren't going to go to a, you know, a formal school or, a, yeah. you know, uh, you know, get not, that. Not every artist goes to formal. Um, yeah, they can become a professional artist their own, their own way. So can you kind of tell me about how you yeah, transition so, to technology? You know, what kind of program you, what was yep. the for, yep. for, for that? So I was a traditionalist. So I was always paper and pen. I never, you asked me two and a half years ago, you would, I would have never transitioned into, in my mind, into digital world or in, I, you know, you could have copied my work and loaded it on to something, but that was always from paper. So I didn't, I, I, I got a Galaxy tablet, right? Like I've got one for myself. I wanted a tablet. Uh, actually, I, no, I started with my um, Surface Pro. I started with my Surface Pro and then I use, uh, a, uh, I think it's Autodesk Sketchbook. That's, I still use that program now, right? Like, so mm -hmm. people always ask me, well, where, do you, where do the pencils come from? I play with the texture of the pencils to suit what it is that I want. So don't be afraid to get messy or find pen strokes that you like by going into the digital realm. I had to get that in my head. And most traditional artists who are pencil and paper people are accustomed to viscosity. You have to change that in your mindset, like that sound that a pencil makes on paper when you're, you know, doing your strokes or when you're going, you know, using your pen on a piece of paper in the indentation or how slow dragging, you know, your, your pen across a piece of paper or how fast or hard, all those things, they can't really truly replicate in a, in a tablet, but you are smart enough to figure it out. Right. So in doing so, I spent honestly to help myself out. I spent the last better part of self-educating over the last two years, almost three, trying to figure out what it feels like to have a digitized pen or what I can do with a digital pen and taking off what I, limitations to myself, saying what I can't do. I discovered what I can do with my abilities inside the digital realm. And it just blew up. So now you have so many opportunities for people who 
may not go traditional art. You, they're, they're afraid to make mistakes. The tablet allows you to make mistakes. And I call them happy mistakes because happy mistakes turn into practice habits. Oh man, how did I do that? Let me do that again. And you can just copy that work and replicate it over again instead of having a traditional way uh, for me, which was to take uh, a copy paper and go over something that I, I liked over and over again if I drew something as a base. I don't have to do that anymore. It's, 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 it frees you from the anxiety of drawing and making mistakes in the digital realm. And I love that part. Well, yes. I, and, and we'll actually come back to that talk because you always send me like, you know, send me a body or you'll send me a face. And, you, and you're able to, if I say, man, I like that. I like you're able to kind of put it together. Yeah, we'll, we'll match. Come back to that. yeah, yep. yeah the match and you end up with these really, you know, cool. And we're, I, I want to talk to the, the people about how we made uh, the characters for Dombe that they can okay. check out on yep. I wanted to actually talk to you about about issues in digital art, though, because one of our other <clears throat> Royal House artists was just telling me today how he lost a whole comic oh, on, God. on one of his tablets. So maybe you talk to the people that are getting yeah. into art about how they can avoid some of those those mishaps uh, uh, from your experience. All right. So I'm going through that now. So I got I got tired of that. So it's, it's technology. You know, everything is set. to It's not always meant to be or it doesn't always you know hold up. Right. Like you might get something and then something might break. So this is not my first time. I also, you know, in, in a in my past life, I, I would sing and make my own music. Right. Like I would sit for hours and do that. And I stopped music because I lost a whole drive that I got corrupted and I could. They pissed me off so bad that I just completely walked away <laughs> after completing a whole bunch of things that nobody ever saw that I was going to go ahead and show people. I lost over 250 songs that I had completed and, and, and I was just waiting to, you know, eke them out to somebody. And when I was ready, they were gone, you know? So yeah. always, always, always back yourself up in the cloud, print it out because you can replicate it again. If you see it, if you're an artist, you can copy it in or, or you can even scan it in and start all over again, but, but print it also put it in multiple drives and multiple places because now you have a backup to the backup to the backup. And that makes more sense now. I'm learning it. I learned it the hard way. I'm going through retrieving things out of my drive now. And then the cool, I was like, oh my God, I forgot all about that one. And you come up with new concepts or take some of your old work and you can move it around and it becomes something fresh and new. And I love that part of it too. That's the yeah. best part. It seems like a comment, and I know any, any, if you're not an artist or, you know, you're a writer and you've, you know, before we, I, I do everything on, on Google Docs now, right? Now, I, I would right, right. like Scrivener or, you know, but before the cloud came, I, I remember finishing like my, my last term paper before the cloud even existed and not saving mm -hmm. it, losing like 10 <laughs> pages of a 15 page paper, right? right. So we, we all can kind of uh, share that experience. But now yep. it's just Google, Google Docs. And like you're saying, and recommending artists for out there, you know, as you're getting in stages, save on an external drive, a whole computer can crash. So, yep. so really make sure you're saving the, the work on that computer because uh, computers can be replaced. But, uh, but like, like Donald's saying, make sure you kind of save that replicate replicated. Your idea can, yes, I have the ability to draw something or start all over. And it's not that I never get discouraged when it comes to drawing to, you know, about starting all over. It means, you know, I may not have it um, the way I want it, but also too, the other thing is when I'm exchanging between another person. So I'm sending an email out generally 
why my backup plan is whoever I'm communicating with. I either send, you know, a Facebook message with the drawing in it, or, you know, I send you uh, mock-ups. I, all, I call them mock-ups all the time, you know, or, or thumbnails of something that I think in the direction that we should go. And I send that out to you. So, well, that's a replication of what it is, you know, that I need. And so if things go bad, like, you know, something didn't go right in my computer, I hopped on another tablet, pulled it down, did my work in another location. And that keeps you from having to worry about the, you know, the backup plan also, you, especially if you're doing something almost um, most immediate and that makes it easy for me to retrieve it. And I'm like, oh yeah, we just had this in this last conversation. And I just re- reference back the date of when I sent something to you and just have it, you know, send again. Now the, the, my bad habit is absolutely swiping something away and and now I can't get it back. So I'm like, hey, can you send that to me again, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Issues in technology, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be careful. That's what I'm learning now. I gotta be extra careful so I don't miss it. Yeah, the, in, in writing, right? You highlight everything thinking you're about to cut and paste and you just hit delete, you know, or yeah. something like that. And you better make sure you don't type something else before you uh, hit that uh, button and return. But that's, that's what I like, though. you know, the refresh button or return it back to where it is. That's the that's the thing you don't have when you draw on a piece of paper, you know, because I've spilled. I've drawn the whole thing out and knocked over a, a thing of ink and it went all over my work and you. And that's the same thing to me. Like I was heartbroken, you know, like, oh my God, like, how did I do that? How did I make that major mistake? It's just being extra careful, being extra cautious, try to protect your work. You know, like it's your baby. You, you, you birth these things from your mind. You don't want them to be lost or used in a place that you don't want them to be used. You know what I mean? That that's, it's most important to me. So honor it, protect it, just like you would anything else. That's the most important part of it. Well, I, I, I've been talking to on my podcast a lot about the business side and and uh, yeah. and developing whether you're a writer. I think I think this podcast is beneficial for writers, artists, uh, uh, you know, really anybody that's in creative, you know, creative in, in yeah. that yeah. one of those genres. But I want from your from the artist side, you know, can you tell me a little bit about getting into the industry to, you know, doing this to make money? Maybe some, yeah. a, a few pros and cons, some things that you've learned and experienced. Yeah, uh, I'll just say it to you this way. Sometimes your vision of yourself is not in alignment with other people's visions. So sometimes either people, if you don't know, like the not having the formal education, I've having to do a lot of research online. Or I have wonderful daughters who are artists who have gone to school for art. You know, they've advanced past me and they're going to school for art. My daughter's about ready to graduate from school. I'm from UConn. And she's an, an amazing artist. I tell her I don't hold water to her as far as it, being an artist. She's, I wanted her to have more information and knowledge than both, you know, my dad gave me and what, you know, I gave her. I, I just said that you have the freedom to be you in art and don't let anybody else tell you. So if nobody can knock you off your spot, then when you get in and you get into bad situations, it's not going to cause you to, to, to go into it or retreat into yourself. Now I've done that several times because, Hey man, this means something to me. These are, these are my paid or not. This is what I love to do. So it's when somebody like messes with what you love to do, then you either have to find another place to be another place to go, or you understand, maybe I have to do it on my own and value myself above everything else on any other project that's on. Well, tell, tell me a little bit about uh, uh you know I, I we'll get into how, how Royal House 
business. Yeah, we'll talk about that, that changes a little bit, but right before that, you know, you know, how do you get commissions? How do you exposure? So, or, so you know? my, my commission, my exposure became slow. So I kept for years. I never really let anybody on Facebook, you know, know that you know I was drawn like that. I was just for fun. So once digital piece came out, I was like, yo, check this out. You know, like. I'm I'm not like I'm not a selfie guy. I'm not a like I never toot my own horn kind of guy. I I just keep low. I've always been you know I I've always been that way. It's not it's not something that I'm I'm just me. You know like like I don't have to blow it up to other people. I just do what I do. And so when I started practicing and and I also wanted to get in other groups, I started getting online and finding artist groups, people who are willing to like give you tips and tra secrets on different programs or to tell you, to show you things. And I watch people like I learn from by observation a lot of the times. So to have someone show you things. So then I started sharing. And once I started sharing, people were direct messaging me, you know, Hey, uh, I got a, I got a thing. So I'm taking commissions on the side. Like, wow. I, okay. So people like my stuff, you, you know, and, like I get up most mornings for freedom to start my mind clear. My, my mind and body wakes me up and I just start drawing because I'm so happy to be able to do it, right? Well, those things turn into something that somebody bought wants to buy from me. Hey, you got a copy of that? You posted that. Can I buy that from you? And that's, those are people who want to support you. And then I expose myself to a, 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 how my real professional start started was, it was a guy, I read, so. Sometimes when I'm reading, I take out a pencil and I draw what I think the character should look like. So like when I was reading Harry Potter, some of the characters didn't look like what I, what I saw in the movie. <laughs> I have my own version of what I thought it, they should look like, right? Mad-Eye Moody looks completely different in my head than what he did in, 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 on, in the movie, right? You have to tell me that sometime, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. So to, just, so to sit and sketch from your mind's eye is to, is to play almost forensically with what you have as an ideal. Uh, it, it went from that to, you know, years in between. I sometimes do surprise uh, tattoos for people, meaning like I'll do my artwork and somebody, you know, friend or family is like, oh, I, and I was thinking about getting a tattoo. I was thinking about, oh yeah, you were thinking about that, this, that, the other, oh, no problem, cool. And I'll sit and draw it. And then I go back and say, yo, this is what I thought. Did you, do you like this? You know, it was more like a, it was a surprise so I got people, a bunch of people who I don't talk about who have my permanent work on their body, you know? So that in itself is an honor. So you're serious about that. You know what I mean? It's not something you don't half-ass your work and put it on somebody's permanent body, you know, when you they're taking it to an artist to have them replicate that work. So my transition from that was a guy was talking about his project and I was just listening. I was at a party. I was just listening. And he never knew his friends. With me. He never knew that I was an artist. I, again, I kept it low. And he was telling me he had a story. And I was like, yo, let me take a look at it. I list, I read it. And that night, it was so good to me that I just drew out a bunch of characters. And then I, I said, hey, you don't really know that I'm an artist, but I'm, I'm going to send you a couple of things and tell me how you feel about them. And, you know, let, let me let me get your feedback on the characters. He's like, yo, dude, it's like you read my mind. Where did you, where, why, why did you <laughs> never tell me that? And that's where it started for me. And after that journey, you know, we're here now based on the fact that I just kind of like, sometimes you just got to shoot your shot. Like the, you, you just, 
say that or put yourself out there because it's something you really feel passionate about. That's all it takes. You know what I mean? And then finding the right people and, and you yeah. know, they're in your corner. Yeah, that, that, that's so powerful because I think, you know, artists, artisans, you know, whether you're a writer and you, you think, you know, you live in your passion or you're a musician, right? And you're, you're, you're not really creating that masterpiece for, yeah. you know, for the market. It's the most authentic. It's truly you. And then, yeah, you're a little reserved about sharing it. You know, you know, people, uh, you know, will criticize it or, you know, might, might yeah. kind of take it back. Right. So you have to kind of get over that. Uh, that point we're talking about getting into the business of art, you know, once you get into a business, everybody's a salesman, right? You have to right. exp- expose yeah. uh, your talent and your value into the industry and, and people sometimes will place a value on it, but you know, we'll, we'll get into kind of Royal house's approach and, and really how we value ourselves and, and ownership and, and, and uh, being entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, sharing IP, you know, uh, uh, you know, sharing the whole process all the way till, to distribution and in the in royalties and stuff like that. So kind of, kind of tell me, cause, cause that's how we, that's how we met the same way. Right. You know, I, I put out on a, a, a call on Facebook. Out. Yeah. Put it out there. Right. You know, a lot, I got a lot of negativity, man. Oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And every time I hear somebody else make that same post, I'm the first one to say, Hey man, do it, do it. And I get the same people yep. that were on posts saying the same thing to them. Oh, the, you better do this first. But, and I, and I like right under their post, I'm like, don't listen to anybody, man. Do it, <laughs> do it. Cause yeah. we just yeah. had this incredible experiment. So maybe tell the people okay. how, how, hey, how hey, we work together as artists. Again, for me, it's shoot, it, you know, I say like, you know, I got, all right. So it, it, I've stockpiled a lot of characters uh, of things that I've done and done. Maybe some of them are just like, you know, roughs of some ideas that I had, but I've had a bunch of them. Cause I'm always thinking of like, you know, you know, even if they're not main characters, they're side characters or there's fillers in the background or people in the crowd, you got to make sure that those things look good as well. Right. So I stockpiled them. I kept them, kept them, kept them. And, and honestly, and, and I'm going to give I'm going to shout them out straight up by name is Tomlin Campbell is the man who really l- recently made me understand the business of the business. OK. And I and I got also. uh my, the person who gave me a, a, a motivation to get out from underneath another artist was uh, Jabbar Brown. I have to shout those guys out because mm-hmm. those two specifically are men who actually reached out to me to, to it gave me encouragement or say, you know, Jabbar is always saying, refine, redefine, you know, refine this, do this or whatever. And he has his own ideas on art. We don't necessarily have to, you know, have the same vision on art, but we, but I respect the fact that he has a vision. That's most important. You got to have, a view of what you like to do, right? And I still feel like I'm refining or honing my style. And I don't like just one style. I can draw in different things. I, I just make up stuff that I want to do, or I look at a reference and say, you know what, I can make that better. I think I could do this for myself. So I'm not trapped in doing just one thing because I get bored easily. With that. But if these men have always encouraged me, now including yourself, because you don't you don't find people who are always encouraging you. I don't need you to blow smoke up my ass. I, what I'm saying is, I need you to say, you know what? Figure, you got this. You can do that. And that's all it took. That's how we met. Because I, I don't I don't like people crashing other people. Even if you have the best skills in the world, what what does it take you to put a few words of encouragement out 
to someone who may not be on a level that you're on? Or what does it take for you to say, you know what, keep practicing, do something, try this out? You, you, because it doesn't have to be, South Park is not the most fantastically drawn, you, you know, oh, yeah. cartoon, but it has a voice. All these cartoons out here have a voice. If you got that thing or somebody loves what you do, that's all it takes. That's, that's yeah. everything about it. How iconic is the Simpsons form of art, yes. right? And how rough, how rough did it start? And they they found, you know, their 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 modern style, but it still has that that very very distinct the beginning of the Simpsons. So I get yeah. it. I used to airbrush on people's jeans, you know, uh, black Bart, you know, like like you draw him out for people and give them out to posters. Or you know, if I had a girl that I had a crush on, I'm like, yo, let me airbrush your jacket for you. You know what I mean? That that's yeah. how it, you know it was like. Okay, here you go. This is my thing. So that's the major part of it for me. Having the opportunity is me taking a chance on myself. And I never did that until recently because I was witnessing great artists, to me, that were great artists, and criticized and just killed over stuff that I didn't understand. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't yeah. to me. You crush your dreams, man. Especially if somebody, you know, uh, uh, you know, just somebody passing by that you just, you, you didn't want it to show it and you show it and, and 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 somebody just just kind of just steps on like that and and like I said I think I had the same a similar experience because uh, I was looking for artists that just wanted to come on and 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 give me a chance to to give them yeah. a different way of doing so everybody that reached out to me was was really taking a, a chance on on me and my idea and, and you know I I wasn't just gonna take anybody right there was a certain quality I was looking for yeah. he's like hey, yo, let me let me show you a few things I'm like oh man. <laughs> Yes, like come on, how what what do we gotta do? And we talked yep. we talked yep. through just a preliminary stage of business. So our our relationship went from business to you know to to working to a working relationship, right? We yep. we got yep. past just talking business to a working uh relationship to a working friendship to an actual friendship that allows yep. us to do this just just with a lot of, of, of trust and 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 being able to to for you know you know, think about what's coming next and not, you know, not get mired and just to have that, you know, shared, you know, we're, we're partners, you know, a lot of, a lot of artists don't get creators that, that even, even, you know, mention the, the term partner or, or royalty yeah, yeah. Or, you know, or any, or anything like that. And, and I think a lot of artists are sometimes reserved because they think I'm not going to work for free. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a professional. This is the industry standard. And, and you know, we were able to, uh, uh, you know, figure out, you know, where are our reservations? Be, be honest about them. You have to put that on the table. That's what we yeah. did from the beginning. Yeah. We said what you, you have to speak your truest inside. And, and that's something that you really are big on. And I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like you're like, well, what do you need? What is it that you would like to see and what it is that you would like to do? And, and I said, you know what, what's most important to me is I've done this before where I started with somebody. And then I see something that I've done end up somewhere else. And that just burns the, the, it gets you hot about releasing what you release to other people. So the first and foremost thing that I did, and even I've, I've done it where I've signed an NDA or someone else has signed an NDA with me and they, my stuff still ended up out there. So mm -hmm. my, my, one of my guys, Tomlin was talking to me, he said, look, go, go ahead and let them copy your work. Go ahead. Because they'll keep, they can't get it mastered from who you are. Don't be afraid of that. 
people are always copying other people's work. You want to put out something that somebody wants to copy. And if you people are taking your stuff, then that means you got something. So just hone it. That's the most important part of it. And we're not being afraid anymore. And then the business part of it is we are both on the same path, which is seeing the big picture, which is not now, it's in the future. It's about your kids. It's about what you leave behind. And it's also about having your creative voice be seen because there's a lot of silent people. I was one of those people. And you don't have to be silent. <laughs> the age of the internet, everybody can talk. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. And, everybody and, you know, about, about people still, I had a, a conversation with one of our, with our Royal House uh, um, writers who was talking about, you know, trademarks and, and copyrights. And, you know, yeah, those things are definitely important. Um, I don't think you can ever really you know, stop somebody from screenshotting and, and, yeah, you, can. You, know, uh, you know, taking, you know, people are stealing whole people's image <laughs> images and like likeness and casting themselves as a whole other people. So, you know, if you, if you do expose your work, you know, there's very, uh, um, uh, you know, that police in that, you know, I, I think, you know, you have to understand an inherent copyright, yeah. uh, a, a spe- you know, an implicit and, and a specific and a legal uh, uh, a copyright. Yeah. You know, so so and we and, work on that. that's the most important part. And that keeping your like, again, for me, the project is the project and seeing the project to completion and whatever we've come to terms with in the beginning, like that before you even get started, you start talking out what you expect and then you set the expectations and you follow through what you say you're going to do. That's the most important part. I, I gave you the analogy that. You go to a st- you go to buy a car, right? You got only so much budget. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I buy a car right out in cash? Well, maybe you can't. You may have to finance that thing out. And if and if they allow you to do that, then you go ahead on and get it financed out. It might not be, or you say you. I forget what we call it. Uh, oh my god, we were talking about it the other day. Um, I was talking about yeah royalties. Working on royalties and uh. Oh my God, it's another term. But anyway, I, I think of the, the kid from The Lion King. He didn't take the cash up front. You know, his mom was smart enough to say, "Nah, we're not gonna take this two million up front. We're gonna take you know uh, royalties in perpetuity." So, anytime yeah. Lion King keeps getting made, replicated from that first Lion King, he still oh, yeah. gets paid, right? Even yeah. every time it runs on television, Netflix, everything else, that man still gets paid. And if you don't get it up front, make sure you got it. You get it taken care of on the back end. That's just smart business. That's just and, and entrepreneurship. I think a lot of people in yeah. the art artist industry and writer industry don't understand the ownership is the long game. And yep. even in publishing, I write novels, and you know, I, I went the hybrid model and got a lot of flack. Like you know, a traditional publisher, they give you ten thousand dollars up front, and now they own the whole thing and they can sit it on the sh- like. Well, man, yeah, that's no, not no. that doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> That's, a master. that's, a master. that's the, we still have that now we got so we subject ourselves to someone that's a master most of the time that's either because of need or money or because we we're short in the we don't know how to negotiate or we've been undereducated about what the value of what we are is you, you know and you are big on making sure that we realize our value and and that's what makes it easy for me to go ahead on and say you know what i appreciate that because i know you think look we all you said Wu-Tang model, right like the Wu-Tang model is everybody there's a whole bunch of them right that have their own IP but when they get together I, I gave you the analogy of finger and fist 
each finger is weak by itself. But if you ball up that that fist, now you're a tight knit group and you can punch through anything you want. That's finding that and not just giving yourself away. That's most important. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, our, our flagship is Dombe. Uh, just that, that, you know, African martial arts, which I my goal and our goal is to make it as big as as ninja. You know, how many ninja comics are out there? Right. Yeah. Nobody's like, I can't make another ninja comic. Right. But right. nobody can make it. I saw yeah. a couple of things on it, but you really exposed me to it. And then then I looked at it and I was like, yo, yeah. Okay. And then, you know, almost immediately I was like, I- I'm on, let me, let me show you what I got. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me read that thing. And then I'll show you what it is that I got or what my, what my sauce is on, it. you know, that's it. But that's a great segue. Cause I want to kind of finish with, with art. Cause I had talked to, to, uh, in my last podcast about creating rich characters and how it yeah. really can, can only be done right with, with, with a good combination of writing and art skills. Yes. Right. The character has to have, have purpose. So, it, you know, yes. it's one thing to have a always use an analogy. You've heard me use it of the killer tomato. Right. I, I see uh, you know, Kickstarter, the, the, this really cool, detailed, ink colored tomato with a million guns and like, oh, read my comic about this killer tomato. And like, there's no way you're going to read that. Right. Even as cool as they make tomato look. But but, you know, developing rich characters that are epic and have meaning. Yeah. And, and I, I wanted to kind of talk to you and, and just kind of how we did it. So, yeah, I, I brought you this world of Dombe, right? You know, this, this is just an idea. I talked to other writers who added. I talked to you and, and, and Sunday who just you know, got into it. So, you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't tell you how to draw the character literally nope. at all. Nope. Right? I told you just, like I will never tell you how to write. It, that's, that, that's the point of it. And it's, and. It, it, it came into this really rich character that I think if 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 any of us would have stepped on the other person's creativity or not just just really give them the room and the space to to come down to the final you know yeah. just they call it propping up or or you know whittling down whatever your yeah. you know your reference yeah. is uh, uh, tell me tell them from your perspective kind of how right. that worked how we did that so it, it, what's most important to me again I started with tattoos because you look I look at your work as a tattoo. Each person that I do things for, I take each thing that they say to me and I try to hash it down to what they we super nuts figure it out. You, you can give me references. The more references you give me, the easier it is for me to figure out some things that I think would be, you know, you know what you're looking for. And then you gave you giving you to giving me the freedom to say, hey, uh, you know, as a writer, have you have you done this yet? Like, you know, going over your story or thinking of something that I can put on the character's body. You know, we talked about the the, uh, the goddess, the water goddess, you mentioned that. I was like, oh bro, please let me have the water goddess. Please, please, please mm-hmm. let me have the water goddess. And then you tell me, uh, Babashay, you know, is this and this and the water goddess heals him. And I'm like, oh, okay, what if he has this? What if he has that? And you're like, do it and, and, and let me see it, you know, after you do it. So it's an exchange of like being little kids, you know what I mean? Like he's got this power, he's got this thing. And I, and it turns you into being creative because you're not blocked to do, you know, just what somebody else wants you to do. You have the freedom to start from a, a zero place or, or get as close as you can to what the person's asking for. That makes me happy. Cause uh, you know, I, you know, the question I always ask you after, after you send, are you satisfied with this character? And you like, heck yeah. Right. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
that that's a completed piece, even though in my mind as an artist, right? I think I could do this, 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 this more. No, you, you let that go. Give what the person's asking you for. And then while you're between times, sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll come back and give you, hit you in the head with something that's different. You're like, oh man, I think I like this one more than I like the last one. So it never censors your creativity and it always boosts you up to try and challenge yourself to be better than the last thing that you did. When it comes to the writing piece, you know, I ask you questions all the time. The more questions I don't, I'm just, I've never been a person that's afraid to ask questions. Maybe not one to ask the, the person based on the way they behave, but an open book person that I could talk to and ask questions means that now I get to get an education of what you're looking for and it floods my mind so much so that even if written on a piece of paper, if I start to understand what your style is, I can start to, to almost pattern out to what you want before you even tell me what it is that you want. And that comes with a flow and an understanding of a yin and yang. You in your lane, me in my lane, and we co-produce something that's fantastic out of our heart. I think that's sometimes hard for writers. Writers sometimes feel like I know what this character is going to look like. And really, if you're a writer, writer, and you don't have that artistic artistic sense you may know but the artist knows better <laughs> you yeah, know the yeah. artist knows how to figure there, there's these functionality to the to the, his costume and to you know how he's moving and, I, and like i'm i don't know how you're going to accomplish this artistic wise so i really can't guide you through it i'm right. telling you i want this dude to move like bruce leroy i have no idea how you're going to do that until right, you right. sit there, I'm like, oh i can't believe you figured that out right, right? You're, you're, that's freedom that's freedom like like that right there means it's you got to be curious and you got to be creative. You got to be hungry to try and figure it out. Right. And so, so much sometimes that I just close my eyes and think before I even draw, I just close my eyes and try to imagine it. Right. That is, I is the most freedom that I feel when I'm doing art. And all I'm trying to do is keep up with what the vision is that's inside of my mind's eye. That, like, I feel like my hand can't move fast enough yeah. to give what it is that I want. But I, I'm so, I tell you, I, 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 I'm grateful. Like, you know, every time I, you know, my fingers move on my own. My, like every part of this is me. I have a clear mind, a creative vision. I can use my hands. I can move my body. Um, I got family. I do all these things. And, it ju I'm just every time my pen hits, it's a, it's a gratitude. I'm grateful for the ability to be able to do that. Now that comes with ten thousand hours, and I want to say that to artists: the more you do it, the better you get at it. Kobe put up what a hundred thousand shots for the summer, so he can go into the season being able to shoot anywhere on the floor. You can do that if you practice like your life depends on, it because it becomes simple. Like, oh, I I did this. A thousand times that last shot you took, you over a hundred thousand of these same shots from the back corner, you know, behind the backboard. You're playing like a little kid. You bring joy in the practice. If you bring joy in the practice, then getting in the game is just the easy part. You're just doing what it is you already practice, and that's that's most important to me now. Yeah, and and, and you know, back to back to this bit. I learned this in in in. You know, my first experience with business, if you're getting paid, you're a professional, right? You yeah, have this term, yeah. like semi-pro. You may not be getting paid a lot, but you're getting paid to play football, right? Yeah. I, 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 co I coach high school football. I get paid to do it. I'm a professional coach. I'm not at the professional level, but right. I have to do this at a certain quality 
in order to in order to earn right and certain and earn. Yep. and I and I earn money off off of coaching you know coaching football so uh, uh people I think sometimes think oh, I can't be a professional well if like you said if you put in those 10,000 hours and somebody's going to pay you for a tattoo or to put uh, a piece of art on a shoe or or a jacket you're a professional you're artist professional. yes you are an artisan and you have to honor yourself that way and what we've been taught in this I call it a self-deprecation or or just put yourself in front of the camera just to be, you know, ridiculed. These things that these people that sit behind keyboards that don't even have half the ability nor the drive to do what you do, get to get inside your mind by just talking craziness. You, you know what I mean? I'm like, how are you a food critic when you can't even put you know, boil can't a pot of wood? You go out to dinner every night because you can't cook on your own. Yes, you might know how things to taste. Now, I don't take that away from critics or people that have that thing. They have an eye. They may not be able to replicate that. But there are just some people who have the ability to actually give you critiques and and define that. People who can give you a critique on something that you respect and a person who's just talking out their neck because they just want to be an antagonistic kind of individual. Mm -hmm. You have to cut those loose. And a lot of times I find that those are the people that are closest to you, meaning you know, friends and family who talk you out of what your ability is because either A, they can't do it or they don't see how you can do it, right? Mm -hmm. I don't need you to do that for me. I need you to just stay out of my way and let me go figure it out. That's that's where you got to get to. Yeah, yeah. I, I when, when we started Royal House, that, you know, I had a lot of people that came on and, and wanted to be the mentor for me. Right. right. I have my own mentors. I have my own. Yep. And they're not in the world of indie comics. They're they're in Silicon Valley and they're they're top professional uh, football coaches that know leadership. Yep. Right. These are, these are the people that I follow. Right. Yep. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I'm not taking unsolicited criticism. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, uh, because I have I have really. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's really done this, you know, our way. So I want to kind of close out with 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 uh, one pe people go to D Inc. Uh, D Inc. Three art concepts and check out Donald's work. Go to Royal House Comics and you can see some of these Dombey characters that uh, that we've created together, along with the rest of the team. And the team is strong. Yeah. If you're I love the team, I love the team. Yeah. I got John with the Peter. Yo, uh, Sunday Peter, he is. Yeah, I mean, uh, Peter Sakansi is on the top of the. We took over that yeah. Dombey board. You yeah. know, Sakansi uh, is top two on the on the Dombey board. We have three other projects that are that are coming on line. So yeah. I really think it's hard for, for an individual to say, right. "Oh, I'm about to do Dombey comic." Like, good luck. We got new Dombey content coming out every single day. Like, if if you don't have a team, you really you really limit your scalability. Yeah, and, and you know, what you what you can accomplish. So I really think it's it's beneficial. You can start with one person. It was just me and you on that first Zoom call. Yeah. Right? Yep. And if 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 it wouldn't have been one person, I might have got discouraged. Right? right. If I had put in that work and set up a Zoom and I didn't get one person, no, I might have been like, hey. yeah, I'm you know. And it only took us one person. Then it was three, and then it was four. Now we closed off at eleven people that are just checked in to provide content. Yeah, so the content, and then the, the most important part is this is what it means. I'm not just so so my my this is where I'm at. There's a lot. I have a lot of creative stories, and I told you I just kept them to myself, keep them in my head, or or voice record them or write them down. But I kept them, you know, to myself because you know you worried about somebody taking an idea. You have like I hate looking at a movie that you know we talked about how people shop an idea. Well, now you shopped out that idea, and there's ten other movies that look like salt. <laughs> 
You you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I can't I can't handle that. That that's that's not I I call that weird. Yeah, you want some originality. You want you yeah. want to make sure you're in a niche that's original. I mean, yeah. Yes, I want to look at something and go, whoa, that just floored me. Like like okay, there's nothing like that. And then I I don't knock the big houses. I'm not gonna you know crap on them, but I wasn't willing. You know, somebody was like, yo, you, you maybe you can get into work for maybe or maybe you can't get into turning your characters in to some of these bigger houses and see what they can do. Well, that means I've got to give it's like me being a rap artist and giving up my intellectual property and then having to ask him for back or ask him what I can do. That is not why I do art. That is not there's no it, the freedom in creating what I see in my mind is more important to me than getting paid by someone to tell me what to do every day that yeah. I can't handle that. You can tell me the creative vision you want. And then I don't reap the rewards. I got a ballot and you give you these projects and never on the back end have my family taken care of majorly, unless some major thing happens. No, that's not it. And now the, the internet is an equalizer. We are international. We talk, I'm, we're talking about, we work with people now in this small business with people who are all over the world. And that is a a world model to me that I'm willing to be a part of because everywhere in the world, we all got different struggles and problems. We all also have joys and happiness. What does that look like to you? Or how do you see it from the culture you come from, from the, the places you go to? What I know, period, in my mind is that everywhere we go, there's a food ritual, right? Like every country, every mama's got a plate, every session of some special thing that you want to go to. And that's how I see art. Everybody's got a special plate that they're doing. My thing, the, the project that I, I said, you know what? I, this thing has been sticking in my mind for so much. And I would prefer having a writer around to give me some guidance. I got these ideas. I told you about my ideas and you were like, uh, yeah, no, we, you got to do that. Right. Yeah. Just, that small thing that I had hidden, I just, you know, I've only told a few people about it. And you were like, no, 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 bro. You got to do that right there. You got to let the world hear this right here. So how much joy comes to me from being able to be encouraged and and then propped up because I'm going to need some advice and some things that I don't know. Or mm-hmm. if something doesn't look right, it doesn't feel right to me. Being able to put it out in front of a few people that, A, I, I know we legally are good and trust to be able to say, you know what? Take a look at this from me. What does that make sense? You know, I, I sent you a, a bunch of screenshots today from you were like, oh, yeah, that's it. That that's <laughs> that's the thing, right? That's what Royal House gave me that I've not been exposed to in all the and and don't get me wrong, I play sports. I know that my job is to try and get out on the floor and do my best skill to get out on the floor to be get my minutes, right? But mm-hmm. I also know that if I'm playing with LeBron James, <laughs> my role may be may not get as much shine on this particular thing when I'm playing with a great. But I will have my own my own section or do my section right so that I don't have to worry about the great saying you did. You messed up here. You weren't yeah. where you were supposed to be. When he kicks when he kicks it out to you on the three, yeah. you got to hit, gotta hit that. Right? <laughs> that's, that's the thing. So I'm practicing every day so I can hit the three. That's what we're, what yeah. we're doing. That's and then looking at other people. Don't don't be afraid of people who have a better skill or better pen than you. You look at them and you get hungry and you go back and figure out what you can do to make what you do better. 
That's all it takes. And you encourage that by saying, yo, let me take this pro yo, this project and I'll tell you about another project. I've been spoon feeding you, you know, what little bits that I have. And then I'm like, you know what? Screw all this. I just need to let them know. I got about 10 things that I want to try and get out of my mind before I die. And if I can get them out in the real world, this is what I'm trying to do right now. Not later. I've been holding on so long. I need to do it right now. And that part of it makes it easy for me. It makes it easy for me to take the things that wake me up out of my dreams, put it on a piece of paper and, and share it with somebody before we share it with the world. That's an easy thing you're asking for. The urgency of now. I, th I think that's a great yeah. close, a great close for us. Cause that, you know, that's, that's how we came together. I, I had an idea that, that, you know, you helped bring to life that I felt like if, if I, if, you never know, you know, and, and I have children, I, you know, I'm telling stories that they're going to be able to read themselves in. And I just couldn't, sleep any longer if I didn't put this in a, in a way that was going to be lasting and do it in a business sense where, you know, I, I sell a book and I have royalties on a book. It's that successful. I pass that down to my estate and, and, and really leave generational wealth from, yeah. from a passion and really show them uh, uh, how to do that. So uh, Donald, just, just thank you for coming in. I think that was yeah, very, thank you. Very I appreciate it. thank you for having me here. And also to thank you. Just, just genuinely be, what I'm witnessing is you trying to be yourself. I don't need you to be anything else other than that, because that, at least I know where I am. You know what I mean? I, I don't, if I don't know where I am most times, I don't feel comfortable. And I told you from immediately, I understood where you were because I was in that same place from the artist side. I, I respect the writer because the writer sparks my mind or, you know, we, we have a, it's reciprocity. That's what, that, that's the thing yeah. you wish for. Reciprocity. Yeah and understanding and then reciprocity when it comes to, all right, hey, let's reap the benefits. Both of us gave skin. We both get to hold this championship ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah, the thing yeah. that we're going for right now. And championship doesn't always have to translate to dollars and cents, but it has to do with what do we leave behind that's better than what we were given. That's the yes, most sir. important part. And I appreciate that opportunity. Man. I really oh, well, do. You. Thank you, uh, 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 listeners. Uh, um, uh, go check out uh, uh, Donald's IG. Check out his art, D Inc. Three Art Concepts. Uh, check out his art on Royal House Comics IG. We're on, we have a Facebook group, dropping heat. The whole team's just dropping heat all the time. I'll be around okay. releasing some of my, you know, I'm, I'm going to be starting my, my uh, somebody asked me, oh, why don't you start your Twitch channel? Yeah, you'll be able to see me draw out some of these things. Or do some character designs coming up real shortly, and that'll be announced on Roy House. So th th I'm making my announcements from here on out through Roy House, so you know what I'm doing. So you can definitely follow me, and then you can follow my individual projects um, through my um, my Instagram page, and then my soon to be, you know, other things that'll come out. I'll make those all those oh, yeah, announcements. Yeah. Roy House. I'll definitely, I'll definitely plug those as those come online. Uh, 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 listeners, please subscribe. We got we, we're posting twice a week new content. If you're into comics writing creativity business you know be, turning your art passion to a business definitely have content for you thanks yeah. again uh, 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 subscribe or you know leave a leave a sponsor we don't do a whole lot of commercials so leave a dollar or two if you, if you feel like you got some out of this or just tell somebody about it and we'll be very thankful all right yeah. see you later see you soon thank you thank for another you. round of in the house all right you have a good night man thank you